Welcome to Tribe Talk, where we focus on the topics that will help you improve your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. I'm Dr. Elena Villanueva, and helping people improve their mental health is my passion. I'm Ann Hutira, and nutrition is my passion. Together, we invite you to be a part of our tribe and learn how addressing the root causes of your symptoms can bring you improved health and wellness. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the next hour of Tribe Talk. Hi everyone, Dr. V here and my co-host Anne. Welcome to Tribe Talk today. We're super excited to have you here with us today because we have a very special guest, Leah, and she's from the Sacred Plant. And, and this Tribe Talk today is gonna to be so awesome because we're gonna be talking about um, hemp and cannabis and um, how it can be used in the um, uh, treatment and support of cancer. So welcome so much, Leah. We're super excited to have you here with us today. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to be here and excited to talk to your audience and get the word out there. That's what's most important. You know, this is a, this is a topic that we get asked about a lot, not just by our clients, but by people who are looking to work with a functional medicine doctor. And so we're really excited for you to share all of your knowledge today. And we have some special offers for people who are listening later on. So you'll want to stay tuned for that. But let me tell you a little bit about Leah. Um, and the Sacred Plant. So the Sacred Plant's a mission-centered company. They started back in April of 2017. Now, since their beginning, their team has been dedicated to understanding, helping, and empowering patients loved ones and caregivers, helping ignite the conversation around knowing that there are powerful, natural, safe options for them to live healthy, happy, and pain-free lives. Now, Leah Hawks is the director of content for The Sacred Plant and has co-created more than 11 comprehensive how-to products for The Sacred Plant that help patients prevent, treat, and potentially beat cancer, chronic pain, Alzheimer's, and dozens of other diseases. Now, Leah lives in Fountain, Colorado, with her boyfriend Angel and their two dogs and in her free time she enjoys reading, hiking, and learning all about natural healing and living. So again, Leah, we're really excited to talk to you today and to, to hear what you have to say. So thank you again for taking the time to be here. Absolutely, I appreciate it. So I guess first off, tell us, Leah, what was the line in the sand, so to speak, that caused you to really focus on natural options and ultimately take a stand on this topic? I think it comes down to a lot of what a lot of people face is they lose their hope. They go down the conventional route and it's not to negate the value of this conventional route. It's to say that there are other traditional routes that have been gone through before that worked. We didn't have to change the system. We didn't have to create the pill system for literally every which way that our body goes. And a lot of times the natural way is going to help us. And again, we want to look at it from this integrative, which I know you guys do as well as this. We want to use all the resources that we have to help our health, right? And why would we negate this very valuable plant medicine and then on top of that, we have this plant medicine. Plant medicine as a whole in and of itself is tremendously beneficial for our health. But then we have this all-star cannabis. It's you know over a 500 molecule plant that has tremendous value inside of our body. 
for heaven's sake, they were able to find a system within our body that was never discovered before because of the research they were doing within cannabis. And that's what's so powerful is that we were able to tap into something that is known as the healer, the repairer, and the protectant in our body purely by the discovery of how cannabis works in our, within our body. So it almost was like, can't ignore this. You just can't ignore it anymore. And you got to take an action towards integrating these very holistic, healthy, natural ways into overcoming a lot of uh, the environmental issues that we have nowadays. So I, I'm a firm believer in any resource I can possibly get my hands on and utilize in, in a serving way. Why not? So this just made sense in that way. Absolutely. You're on mute, Dr. Lee. This happens at least once every time. It's okay. At least, at least <laughs> once every time I throw myself on mute. It's, it's almost comical. Um, so I love that. What, you know, what is the ultimate goal of the sacred plant? I think at the end of the day, we all just want options and we want this to be another well-respected option. Uh, because at the end of the day, when we treat it methodically, when we treat it as such, like we do all the other medications we have out there with research and understanding and making sure that we're not just throwing it at the person just to see if it works, but really truly understanding how it, you know, integrates inside of our body and so on and so forth. I think for us, it's again, just how can we acknowledge this as another option and understand it in a medical way. And so we want people to feel very empowered and first and foremost, breaking down those stigmas understanding it truly as a medicine and, and why it was you know, defamed and sort of all that, everything that's negative and all the stigmas around it and how we can actually make up the last hundred years and truly turn this into a practical medication or a practical supplement and so on and so forth. So it's really getting them empowered and understanding, accessible and learning how to use it properly. So we've, we've referenced it a few times already, the sacred plant. What is the sacred plant? The sacred plant ultimately is the cannabis sativa species. We at the sacred plant actually refer to cannabis itself most often, but the reality is, is hemp is no longer this, this quiet person, this, this industrial uh, material anymore. It's actually being grown properly in medical ways. So we also discuss hemp now. So Hemp is just for simplicity's sake for your audience. Hemp and cannabis are exactly the same plant. You know what the only difference is? The level of THC. That's it. That's it. Nowadays, at least. Before, you'd, you'd have growing issues and that kind of thing would differentiate them. But nowadays, hemp and cannabis are being grown exactly the same. The only difference is that THC level. So in hemp plants, it's less than 0.3 or up to 0.3% of THC in the whole concentration of the plant and into the extracts and so on and so forth. So definitely a big plant. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good explanation because I know that there are a lot of people that um, wonder, you know, what is the difference between, you know, the hemp and the cannabis plant? So that was a really great explanation. So let's, let's have you explain this for us. We know that the um, plant can really help our endocannabinoid system. Can you talk a little bit about the endocannabinoid system? What is it and how does it relate to the sacred plant? Absolutely, it, it's almost, you can't talk about the cannabis, you can't talk about the sacred plant 
in cannabis at all without talking about the endocannabinoid system. If the endocannabinoid system, which we refer to as the ECS, so I'm going to continue just so I don't have to say that over and over. <laughs> the ECS would, is basically the mechanism of where cannabis comes in and is able to actually work within the machine, so to speak, right? It, if it doesn't have the machine that the fuel is poured into, there's nothing to really come out the other end. So this is the machine that allows the fuel to work, so to speak. And so the endocannabinoid system is what we call the, the modulating system, the regulation system. It is literally the system that overarches all of our other internal systems. So we think of cardiovascular system, our immune system, our endocrine system. All these things are actually being turned on and off and regulated through our endocannabinoid system. And so typically we see this in forms of healing. So it turns on that healing that healing signal like, oh, no, 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 we're broken or we're breaking. We got to, we got to fix this. We got to fix this. That endocannabinoid system is the one that turns on or off to say whether or not, okay, we've overdone it. We've put too much excessive healing uh, into that area or, hey, we need more there, aka inflammation, right? And then the other side of it is repair and protection. So protection's huge in our, you know, the modern holistic talks about this is the brain health. So the neuroprotection is essential and the endocannabinoid system does that as well. And then also repair mechanisms. So if you have cells that need repair, if you have issues within organs, those types of things are going to be turned on or off with your endocannabinoid system. So that's, that's the easiest way to explain it without getting to like the technical research side. Cause then I even go, my eyes go cross-eyed cause I'm like, Oh, that's a lot of great information, but very technical. Really? And that, and that's all that people really need to understand. Um, and let me just maybe add to that just a little bit, uh, because I would like to explain a little bit also about why medical doctors and DOs and, you know, really like every type of medical profession across the board is so excited um, about um, you know, the, uh, about the utilization of cannabis in medicine. It's because as, the, as doctors research more into this, we're all finding that this works with the body, much like food provides the nutrients that we need to be able to heal and detoxify and control inflammation. This is another food for us. This is truly a miraculous and healing food. Unlike medication that covers up symptoms, and every single time it's causing a whole other set of problems. So it's covering up, you know, the problem, whatever the medication was given for, it's just like putting uh, duct tape over the warning light. It's not fixing the underlying problem. And meanwhile, it's causing a plethora of other problems, like serious side effects. A side effect is basically another disease that is probably, you know, that is a very big possibility of happening to you. So side effect, that's a scary word and it should be a scary word, you know, when it comes to pharmaceuticals. When you're looking at um, hemp and cannabis, doctors are finding out like this doesn't cause, this doesn't cause other diseases. It doesn't cause a breakdown of the body. In fact, it's, it's like food. It's, it's giving the body what it needs. It's filling the pantry, so to speak, with the various ingredients that the body needs so that it can heal, so that it can get rid of inflammation, so that it can reverse disease. And we hear doctors 
all the time say, you know what, when it gets legalized in my state, I'm going to like be switching all my patients over to cannabis. Like we literally hear that. And we're talking, you know, medical doctors here. And so super, super incredible. Um, you know, what, uh, you know, what this plant can do for the body. We're just so excited to find out more. Um, some people know about CBD and THC. What can you share with us about these two compounds? I did exactly what you did. I didn't hear you. Um, well, I, I appreciate everything you just explained. If I can really quickly, I just want to add on one one simple thing that you mentioned is uh, the endocannabinoid system is meant to have its ongoing, you know, it's working inside of our body, so on and so forth. And so what happens is we develop these minor deficiencies that can develop into major deficiencies inside of that endocannabinoid system. So there's different different pieces of the puzzle, we call them neurotransmitters, that happen to send, that happen to initiate the message to all the different parts of our body, so on and so forth, and then tell it to turn off and on. And so what happens is when these deficiencies incur inside of our body, these messages are being, or these neurotransmitters are being reduced to the point of either being eliminated or not being produced at the level that we need. And so that, that mechanism turns off, the, the things that are supposed to be happening or not working properly. Maybe it's turned on inflammation that it didn't turn it off ever. So these are gonna have big implications in our body. Why is this important? Because this exact mechanism is really important to understand CBD and THC. And so CBD and THC can only work within our body because of this endocannabinoid system. And it just so happens through the research that they found that THC and CBD happen to very similarly overlap with our two most prevalent, um, they're called endogenous cannabinoids inside of our body. They're 2-AG and anatomine. These two happen to match almost, like I said, not completely, but pretty dang close to these external cannabinoids, aka called phytocannabinoids when they come from cannabis. So I don't want to get too far because you start adding on, you can, you can level this conversation on top of top, but I don't want to get too far. So CBD and THC basically serve similar uh, benefits as these two uh, naturally occurring cannabinoids inside of our body. So you'll see that CBD, for instance, is massively known to help reduce inflammation. It's also really well known to help in terms of mood um, modulation to help mood, irritability reduction, so on and so forth, which is very important. People need to focus on this also. What you feel is what you take action on. So we won't get too far into that, but like literally the, the phrase of what you believe you'll take action on, I, I invite you to keep inside of your head because this mood balance and harmonious creation is actually pretty great and a huge benefit that cannabis creates inside of ourselves. And so when we also look at CBD, we also see research that points at bone regeneration, stopping of bone degeneration. So for instance, those who are struggling with osteoarthritis or something like that, that's big news. That's really big news. Um, CBD also helps in a variety of other different mechanisms inside of our body, digestion, neuromodulation, neuroprotections, and all those types of things. Whereas THC, which we know has gotten a bad rap, because of the intoxication that it can cause at higher levels of consumption, 
but at the same time, if you modulate or, you know, be just like you can have too many carrots and you turn your whole body orange, you don't want to have too many, too much THC to induce that euphoria. You just want the relief from it. THC is one of the most powerful analgesics inside the plant, aka pain relievers. And naturally so, it's actually going within the body to help reduce that pain signal while helping the actual problem. So going back to Dr. V, when you were talking about no longer putting that Band-Aid over it, we need to get to the source of it, and THC helps to do so. THC is also really important in the neuroprotectin as well. People think that it actually makes you dumber when THC is actually one of the most beneficial things to help protect your brain, even so that research is showing that THC helps to um, prevent the potential onset of Alzheimer's and reduce the amyloid plaques that build up that cause uh, Alzheimer's to progress and you know take over and everything like that. So that's like the highest level. And then of course we talk about CBD and THC. You know, uh, in particular, we're going to get into this conversation a little bit more later in the cancer conversation. But man, oh man, these two powerhouses, like these two cannabinoids, are crazy essential and being able to help retaliate against cancer inside of our body. THC has been shown to kill cancer cells and not through a, a, a unnatural process. All it's doing is actually kicking back on the natural process within these uh, mutated cells, these cancerous cells to go into their natural process of cell death called apoptosis. When cancer forms and you take over the cancer cells and so on and so forth, that is turned off. And then you, that's what replicates and replicates and you get this huge surgence of cancer inside of your body, right? So THC is actually able to flip that switch back on. Those cells die naturally, normally, and this, the body's able to repair properly. And then CBD in and of itself helps that process, helps support THC and vice versa. But it also is shown to stop the spread, meaning it forces the cells to stick to each other so that they can't go into other parts of your body so therefore, the medications or the treatments that you're on are actually able to hit where they need to hit and not have it turn into what our doctor calls the beast <laughs> when it metastasizes, right? It becomes a very different uh, disease, unfortunately, at that point. So that's the most simple way I could explain it. <laughs> that's really good. That's a great explanation. You know, we've even found clinically that um, the CBD really dramatically reduces inflammation in the body. Um, and we've seen that clinically. So we have lab, you know, we actually have data behind that lab data, case studies, you know, where we have taken individuals um, who have had, you know, just massive inflammation, which, you know, when you have that chronic inflammation and your body and you're not doing anything about it, that's when the cells start mutating because the cells get so sick they're so toxic. Well, we have to ask, you know, first of all, actually, let's back up a second. Why is the body full of inflammation? The body becomes, you know, full of inflammation. And when, when I say the body, you're feeling it, right? In your joints, you, you know, you feel fatigued. Your body's just like, so, you know, maybe you're gaining weight and you're like, whoa, what's going on? And you literally feel horrible. But your cells are inflamed too. Your cells are inflamed. Why are they inflamed? And we're getting ready to do a big inflammatory masterclass on this, a big inflammation masterclass talking about, you know, the mechanisms of, you know, what causes cancer. Um, but it's, it's toxins. It's eating the wrong foods for you, right? It's stress. 
It's mold toxins, chronic infections, a combination of all of these things. And, and when you have this chronic inflammation, the cells get so sick that they, eat, you know, they either have to die, <laughs> called apoptosis. The cell has to, has to go, well, you know what? I can't function anymore. I need to go ahead and terminate myself. Or um, the cell will try to survive. And that's when the cells mutate, right? But now they're not functioning. They're not properly functioning cells. And, they, and that's what the cancer, that's when cancer happens. And we've seen when we, we have worked with some cancer patients. And uh, one particular case that comes to mind was a, re, um, a patient that had recurring thyroid cancer. And the cancer had come back three times and he was going to MD Anderson for this. Um, they had taken his thyroid out, I believe after you know, the initial incidence of the cancer, he had like radiation treatments and all these different things done and they took the thyroid out. And the cancer kept coming back, but to other areas like the surrounding lymph nodes and all that, even though the thyroid was now gone. And um, by the third time that it came back, he told his doctor at MD Anderson, he said, I can't go through another round of this, like, you know, of this radiation and whatever it was that he was doing. He's like, I, I can't do it. It's going to kill me. And do you know what the doctor said? He said, go find yourself a functional doctor. He was the head of oncology at MD Anderson. And he said, go find yourself a functional doctor and eat your way out of this. And he ended up finding us. And Anne, you know exactly who I'm talking about. You, you, were, um, you were also a patient at the time. Um, and uh, you know, so Anne had not joined our team at that time, but she knows exactly who I'm talking about. And we started working with him and really high doses, really high doses of CBD was one of the things that we did with him, you know? And his inflammation came down, it was incredible. And um, long story short, it's been, I believe, three years now. And I see his little post, you know, every year on Facebook, he's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to MD Anderson for my third year to see how I'm doing. It has not come back yet. The cancer has not come back yet. So, you know, that's a true testament to, you know, how the sacred plant can really, really work to help people and, um, and, and the many different things that it does. So yeah, it can prevent the mutation. It can also help flush that inflammation out. Now, granted, you know, you shouldn't use that as a substitute for finding out what the root cause of the inflammation was in the first place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I just had to share that really quick because here you are talking, you know, we're starting to go into how it works for cancer and just so excited to get to share that story because it's incredible to see him thriving and, and it literally has not come back yet. And I appreciate you mentioning that because it's so important to understand the underlining uh like what is causing that so just like we talk about cannabis cannabis is one of many pieces of the puzzle cannabis can only work as well as it can work if your diet is working well if your exercise is working well if you're paying attention to all the different nutrition that you have in and out of your body so yeah i just wanted to add that one bit because I, I love that you touched on that because it's it's huge people think like for instance they come to us and they're like well you said that cannabis you know kills cancer can it kill my cancer yeah, but you keep putting toxins in your body. So therefore cancer gets, keeps getting created. So the cannabis can't keep up. That's the issue here to think about. Well, yeah, talk a little bit about, I know in your experience and, and your research, talk about what you've seen as far as the impact of, of 
the sacred plant, um, helping your audience members when it comes to cancer? So just as Dr. B touched on, inflammation is absolutely one of the key pieces to hit on. And you want to be careful not to, the one thing that research hasn't necessarily proven to the T, but it shows that it's not going the opposite direction, is it's not going to reduce your inflammation responses in the opposite way, meaning it's not going to underperform now. So it's going to help you optimize your inflammation levels, which inflammation is, is to the T one of the biggest aggressors that causes cancer whether it's inflammation due to your diet, whether it's inflammation due to toxins in your environment, inflammation due to lack of exercise, inflammation due to your mental connection to your body. If you have some really negative thoughts constantly, that is going to invoke inflammation inside of your body. All these different things are gonna be impacted. So first and foremost, cannabis can absolutely, just as Dr. B spoke about with that particular patient, knock out inflammation into the optimal range. Inflammation is needed, it's necessary to help us with that repair and, and healing process. But when it's too much, it's like, it's as if you have 20 doctors in a room and they're all fighting with each other. What the heck is that helping to do? Like, what is that helping you for? You know what I mean? So you need just one doctor just, you know, plugging away, doing a really solid job. So in terms of cancer, we also talk about these mutating cells and you need to create healthy cells. And so CBD and THC are very much so going to do that. And then you incorporate all the other pieces of this wonderful plant. There's cannabinoids, terpenes, and flavonoids, which are the most dominantly studied, but also most prominent beneficial health um, molecules inside of the plant itself. So when we talk about CBD and THC, oh my gosh, it's like having two men and an entire army show up to like, you know, take over and conquer. It's like, no, 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 we need the whole army here. So we bring in a, a bunch of other different pieces like CBC, we talk, which is another cannabinoid. We also have CBA, CBDA and THCA, which is like the raw cannabinoids of THC and CBD, which just almost like take CBD and, T T CBD and THC, it like amplifies them up. So it helps them even further. It also helps with that neuroprotection and that cell protection as well. So one of the things that's so amazing about CBD is this protective nature inside of our body. And that's why I think so many people are pretty obsessed with this molecule because it literally even goes to the extent of protecting our cells from other medications such as chemotherapy. So when chemotherapy is brought into, into treatment and so on and so forth, CBD is going to say, hey, this is the bad cell. This is not. So you stay away from this cell. So it helps it almost like, a, like um, those, flight, those flight people that tell them where to you know, go down this landing zone. Don't go down this way. That's exactly what CBD is helping to do inside of our body. It's directing our inflammation levels. It's directing like, other treatments. It's helping to direct our mood. Like it is the ultimate protector and director in, in a lot of ways, but it cannot do what it does without the benefits and help of the whole plant. So that's super important to remember as well. That's great. Um, love that. Let me see here. Well, you know, one, one disease, um, no, I forgot my question. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Um, are there any other um, benefits to cancer treatments that the sacred plant has to offer? Absolutely. So it's just like I just mentioned, it actually works in conjunction with conventional methods. So just as uh, you spoke about earlier, 
cannabis is not coming in to like provide a band-aid. It's coming in to like work inside of the system. It's coming in to help understand and fix and and create positive health inside of ourselves. So when it's working alongside of chemotherapy, radiation, even immunotherapy and these other modalities, it's going to help bring those the, the efficacy levels up, aka it's going to help them work better in terms of finding the, the bad cells in our body, like I just mentioned, in terms of helping to to protect against some of the, the issues that we see radiation can cause. It actually helps to protect the, the cells and the organs from those issues. And then in terms of immuno, immunotherapy, what we're seeing is just being able to help in, like bring the level of immunotherapy effects higher into our body. So that research is still minimal in comparison to what we're seeing in terms of research with cancer and chemotherapy and cannabis, so the three Cs. Uh, so all of those together. Um, in terms of one of the major issues that people deal with, right, is the side effects, like huge side effects. It's nausea, it's mood irritability, it's lack of sleep. Oh my gosh, it's pain. All four of those things massively helps by cannabis. And the wider range of a, uh, application that you incorporate, the better. So for instance, talk about pain. The three best things that you can utilize for pain reduction is actually THC, carophylline, and piney, uh, not piney, um, uh, carophylline, myrcene. So these three things are probably the most three analgesic pieces inside the cannabis plant. So let's say you have an application with those three things. And then you have an app, and then THC also helps with sleep. And then you also have linalool and CBN and uh, CBG also help with sleep. So now you have that sleep piece. And then you have this piece of, okay, now I'm in, I have a lot of nausea. Well, THC, THCA, CBDA, all that will help. And then you have this inflammation, you have this, this mood irritability, all that kind of stuff. Now you add CBD, the powerhouse CBD, and then you add it to all those other pieces. Now you have this beautiful, all those pieces are also going to find their spot inside of the body. It doesn't have to like be figured out or anything like that. It knows exactly where it needs to plug in to help out. So those are just a couple of ways. So you have the pain help, you have a side effect help, you help boost the conventional options. And then you also have the cannabis itself, which is anti-cancerous and gonna help your body in any way it possibly can. I absolutely love how you, you know, talk about all of the different things that it can help with, um, you know, when it comes to cancer, um, including the pain part. Because um, let's talk about that for a minute. You know, with certain types of cancers, um, you know, that can really cause excruciating pain, especially towards the very, very end, um, you know, when they're getting ready to go into that, you know, hospice type situation. Um, and their doctors are putting them on morphine. The morphine isn't working. The morphine isn't working. These people are in excruciating pain. The morphine makes them feel horrible. And they don't have cognitive function so that they can even, you know, say their last goodbyes, you know, like have cognitive function to spend the time with their family when they go to hospice, um, you know, because there's a certain point of no return. And, and that's, you know, that's scary. And, and, and many of us wonder, like, what can we do for our family members? Um, my mom is in hospice, my dad isn't, you know, my brother or whatever, you know, my spouse is in hospice, they're in excruciating pain, the morphine isn't working, and I can't even connect with them because they're just mentally they're not even there because the because of the high doses of morphine and i and i feel like you know let's talk about that for just a minute because um i 
not only have I heard that it works extremely well, um, you know, in those, in those last, you know, days to actually give that individual a quality of life. Um, but, uh, I actually have, um, a really good friend. So I was going to say personal experience. That's not personal because it wasn't me, but a really good friend of mine, um, Dr. Sue Ann, she's out of Houston. We've been friends all the way back through, you know, we went through our doctorate schooling together and we've just been really good friends for like, you know, 20 years now, 20 plus years. Her dad, it was like two or three years ago, her dad was diagnosed with stage four. I don't remember what kind of cancer. And he was in a lot of pain. The chemo was making it worse. I mean, imagine, right? Like the chemo is going in there, killing these cancer cells and just releasing this tons of, you know, tons more inflammation in the body, um, you know, and his body was just too sick and too weak to even clear it out at that point. And she reached out to me and said, you know, the um, cannabis is legal here and I'm really thinking of doing it. And I talked to my dad and at first he said, no, 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 I don't want to do it. But I gave, you know, I, I was talking to him more about the science behind it. And so he agreed. So I'm getting ready to do it with him. I'll let you know how it goes. He actually was able to get out of hospice. Um, and she actually spent, you know, a good quality like month with him. So it extended his life beyond what the doctors thought, you know, they thought like any day now. Um, and, and so not only did it extend his life, he actually got to have quality time with Sue Ann, with his daughter, for about a month before he passed. And to this day, she just screams at the rooftops to anybody who will listen about, look, you know what? This can help people. This is much better than the morphine. You know, this can really help people. So, you know, it's really amazing because at different doses, you can use it. It will help with different things in the body, you know, different combinations, different strains, and different dosing can actually produce different you know, chemical and biological effects in the body. And I just feel like, you know, for anybody out there who's listening, you know, if they are in those last stages or they know somebody, you know, they've got a family member who's in those last stages, you know, maybe at that point, their body is just too destroyed to turn it around, but they can use it to give their, their, their loved one a quality of life so that they can pass in peace and pass with, you know, a cognitive and a heart connection to their family before that happens. You know, the morphine is not going to do that for them, but the cannabis can do that for them. Absolutely. And it's funny that you mentioned that because one of the made the most, I would say that they're probably the top advocacy group is hospice nurses because they're in that environment they've experienced it they're doc you know it's not like the doctors are removed or anything like that it's nothing everybody serves their purpose everybody has a place doctors can only be present as much as they can so nurses end up spending a tremendous amount of bedside uh time with them right they're they, i believe that's what it's referred to as bedside and so they're the ones giving them the medication they're the ones feeding them so on and so forth and so they go to give them these morphine or or other uh modes of you know, they, I think they call it like a care package. And it's like, once you're in hospice, you're allotted like a 20 plus list of, usually these are the drugs that you ideally don't want to utilize often or, or much of because the, of the other effects that they have. But at the point of end of life or, or, you know, quality of life, they're trying to just allow them to pass peacefully. And so these nurses are experiencing exactly what you just mentioned. They're like, this morphine is not a good idea or these other modalities 
are not a good idea. Why can't we bring cannabis in here? Why can't we do it? So you see a lot, that's actually one of the first places that you were seeing cannabis being allowed into, you know, federal regulated areas or, or you know, hospitalizations or hospice, these types of things is because of the value that it brings within the quality of life and the end of life. And many a times there are patients who have lasted longer than they were anticipated. But going back to what our discussion was at the beginning, it's not going to cure them because there's other pieces at play here, but it's absolutely going to give them quality of life and allow them to feel good in their skin for a little bit of time that they have left again. Absolutely. Leah, yeah. let me ask you this. You have a, a lot of people out there who um, could benefit greatly from using cannabis, like in the situation Dr. Lee mentioned. But you have a lot of people who hold back for personal beliefs or ethical reasons. How do you recommend that someone find the research that they need to be able to make a decision on whether or not this is something that they want to do? Of course. And really good question, because a lot of people are scared. They're, they're de definitely scared, whether it be social fear that their, you know, their peers might not necessarily be happy with the decision they're making or the fear of, I don't know, a hundred years of propaganda stigma still stuck in their head. So it's, it's not, it's not crazy to think that people are going to be stuck on this. And what I highly recommend is just start to talk to the people that have already had a positive experience. Ask them, did you ever feel hot? Did you ever have this issue? Did you ever talk to your friends and they shut you down? Like talk to those people because they've been through it. And there are tremendous forums all over the place. Now, here's the thing. I'm not telling you to follow their advice. I'm, I'm telling you to understand their experience because I, I promise you it's going to help alleviate some of those, those feelings that you are like, I don't want to do this. Or like, that sounds terrible. Or like, what are people going to think of me? Those types of things. The second piece is talk to various experts. There are a ton of experts. We happen to showcase a, a variety of them. So I highly recommend, uh, you know, if you are concerned or you don't know who to turn to, come to the Sacred Plant because we, we actually share a variety of experts that we firmly believe in and they're pioneers. Like these are people that care about their patients and they made, they switched from allopathic to integrative medicine because of how much they wanted to work with cannabis and other integrative medicines and mythologies and help their actual patients. Like the, you know, one of our doctor, uh, his name is Dr. Alan Frankel. He talks about like this idea that doctors, you know, rob people of hope and he wants to be a hope bringer, you know, utilizing the medicine and the, the, the connection and helping the patient actually overcome the situation that they're in. So Hit up people that either in your in your circle that have had experience or go to those forums and absolutely do not hesitate to reach out to experts that you might see. And don't be afraid to ask them like those really hard questions. That's what they're there for. Like you, you don't need to like create a filter of like, okay, let me ask this question. No, no, no. Go hard on these doctors because they're going to give you information that you need and want and they'll be happy to give it to a lot of cannabis um, practice doctors want this information out there and they're going to be very willing to share it as well. And um, haven't you put together an amazing, you know, information piece that you can share with everyone today who's wanting to learn more? Absolutely. So if you follow the link that's uh, accompanied with this particular video auditory, um, it's 
it's going to take you to our, our page and it's going to give you the option to join us on our group and our, and a part of our, uh, our community. And then as part of that, you'll be able to download it, what we call a special report. And it's going to be a very beautiful, like I personally love this report because it's such an introduction and it's in the most easy to understand terms. Like nobody is trying to get you to dive right into the, those really in-depth research articles and journals. Like nobody's asking you to go to the um, NCBI or anything like that. Instead, we want to introduce this to you. And also, what a phenomenal piece to introduce to the friends and family that are concerned or the doctors that are concerned or the other people that are in your life that are part of your healing journey that are not necessarily on board with this part yet or not necessarily on board ever. And so they need to also be introduced and learn the information as well. Remember, we're, we're, this is a 5,000 plus year old plant that somehow within a hundred year pocket got just pushed down and shoved down for, you know, there's a range of speculated reasons and so on and so forth. But what we wanna do here is just allow you to understand that these are natural safe options and your choice to make. Nobody is making this choice for you. And this is a, is a report that's gonna help you break down the endocannabinoid system, how, how it works within cancer, and the most important like puzzle pieces, so to speak, those molecules that are gonna actually just attack that cancer head on. And so we wanna talk about that. And then ultimately the goal is that this is kind of that introductory, right? Get them to understand, get your audience to feel comfortable at least with the conversation. And then they'll have the option to, to progress beyond that, you know, whether it be a book or a masterclass and so on and so forth. So definitely a good starter place. Absolutely love that. We so appreciate you coming on and sharing your wonderful mission with us and our community. Um, any closing words? Um, I would just say that at the end of the day, Feel empowered to know that you own your body, you own your health, and you get to own, own your choices as well. And the greatest thing about this is these are just assets, resources, options, invitations to open up that even further, like allowing yourself to truly own your health, feel empowered in it. And cannabis is just one facet of that. So don't, don't feel like it's going to be all here. <laughs> don't put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. Allow yourself to explore all the different options and whatever feels right for you, I encourage you to lead with that. That's right in line with what, you know, we've been telling people, especially this year in 2020, we're telling everyone, you know, you need to be in charge of your own health. It's time to take charge of your own health. Absolutely. You know, we no longer need to be the sickest industrialized nation in the world. And the path that we've been going down is so obvious and so clearly the wrong path. And that's not to say that there's not a time and a place for the pharmaceuticals and the surgery, but there is so much evidence out there now showing that, you know, the very things that uh, pharmaceutical industries have tried to um, brainwash us into believing things that don't work or are not dangerous, in fact, do work and are not dangerous. Um, and, you know, cannabis is just one of them. 
Um, you know, I really feel like people are opening their eyes. This is, a, you know, there are many, many changes happening around the world right now. And uh, I think people have seen um, that it actually is time for them to take their health back into their own hands. And so I encourage all of you who are listening to, you know, check out the link um, that we have posted in here. If you're listening to this on the podcast, um, do you know what the link is, Leah? Or do they just need to just, whenever they're done listening to the podcast, just go back in and look for the link? I definitely encourage you to go back in and look for that link. It's going to be the easiest way. Okay. Um, no point in having to memorize the link. Having to memorize. Yeah. So just go, go in, take a look, you know, download that, that, uh, you know, that information piece so that you can learn more and reach out to us on uh, Crusaders for Health if you have any questions. Um, and uh, yeah, we're super, super excited to have this topic that we got to talk about and we definitely would love to have you back so that we can talk more about this like maybe we could you know go into some uh you know deeper discussions on you know different case studies maybe we can dive into the science in one particular area whether it's you know uh, like we kind of took a nice dive into the cancer part today um but there's so many things that we can use it for that the body will basically grab what it needs and do what it needs to do because the body knows what it needs to do, right? So it's like, you know, you just put the ingredients in kind of like with food, you put those healthy food ingredients in your body and your body grabs what it needs and it uses it. And it's the same thing with cannabis is so amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And do you have anything else that you want to add? No, I'm just, I'm grateful for you being here, Leah, and sharing this information. Like I mentioned at the top, this is a question we get asked about a lot. And so I think really sharing the information that you've presented today is going to be so helpful for all of our listeners. And we're looking forward to going and checking out that report ourselves. So thank you for sharing that as well with all of our listeners. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon, Leah. Thank you. Thank you again.